Packers right now, yo. The Packers are looking very, very, very suspect right now. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers, man, you messed that team up. You messed that team up. It was you, dog. And a lot of people just going to be like, Dave, how you can you, uh, are you? Are you delusional? Do, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? No, I don't. Let me tell you why I think Aaron Rodgers messed that team up. I believe that a couple years ago when Aaron Rodgers was sending the package through this saga, is he going to come back or is he not? I believe that Aaron Rodgers should have then settled his contract dispute. He should have handled that. And then if... My thoughts, my opinion. Sports podcast. Yo, what it is? Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast. Yo, this episode I'm going to be talking about CMC. Got a new home, Doug. You no longer in Carolina. I'm going to tell y'all which team he's on and how I believe this team can be uh, successful in the long run. Devontae Adams. <laughs> My man is in the headlines about something that he should have kept his hands to himself. <laughs> he just ain't learned. I'm going to give y'all my opinion on that. Give y'all my opinion on week seven update. Give y'all the uh, MTMO prediction season update. And the NBA is back. Opening week. I'm going to give y'all my opinion on what's been popping off in the opening week this week uh, in the NBA. But, yo, let's get straight to uh, CMC. Christian McCaffrey, yo. He is now, now. <laughs> A San Francisco 49er. What do you mean by that? I mean that he got traded. <laughs> Charlotte, the uh, uh, the Carolina Panthers, um, has figured out, uh, you know, they they ready to start a rebuild. They ready to do something different. They no longer felt like Christian McCaffrey was on their, on their, on, on their players to keep anymore. You know what I mean? So they traded these guys, traded that guy into... The San Francisco 49ers. Are you delusional? Do, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? Because you had to be suffering for something for trading that man to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, if everything goes right with the San Francisco 49ers, if, if they can keep Debo healthy, they can keep Christian McCaffrey healthy, if they can keep Garoppolo upright, that offense is kind of scary because... <clears throat> The 49ers, by them having McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, and uh, Usage, and uh, their uh, wide receiver, uh, I think his name is Yurik, they are the most versatile offense in the NFL, personnel-wise. They have a running back who can be a starting wide receiver. Uh, hold on. They have a running back who can be a starting slot wide receiver. They have a wide receiver who can be a starting running back. They have a fullback who can be a starting running back or a tight end. And they have a tight end who's arguably probably the top three tight ends in the league. So, it's like, woo, woo, woo. These guys are built right. Like, the 49ers can actually be like a Swiss Army knife, man. The 49ers can be one of the scariest teams if... Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. They can keep everything together. You know what I mean? That that just the that main thing is can these guys stay healthy? Can can Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, 
stay healthy. And you know, the crazy thing about it is the 49ers been wanting Christian McCaffrey since the since the draft. You know, what I mean, they they didn't they wanted to go deep, uh they wanted to go inside the draft and draft it Christian McCaffrey, but you know, Carolina Panthers had better better picking, you know, better draft in draft position and they was able to get Christian McCaffrey and keep him down in Carolina for a couple of years. Now, due to injuries, Christian McCaffrey hasn't really been what we want him to be. We, you know, I mean, Christian McCaffrey has been in and out the lineup. The the Carolina Panthers just pretty much they got good draft picks out of him. Um, I I, I just think Carolina is in a whole rebuild stage. These guys are just saying, you know what. This is it. We got rid of our coach. We got rid of the, uh, McCaffrey. And, you know, some other guys is up on the block. Um, I don't think they're going to get traded. Um, like uh, uh, Burns is up on is up to get traded. Remember last week, Roby uh, Anderson got shipped out and traded to Arizona. So Carolina just pretty much in a rebuild, uh, rebuild stage. They pretty much like, we starting over. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's. It's a wrap, man. It's we're not looking to make the playoffs this year. You can just clearly say it now. The 49ers, that's dangerous to have those type of weapons, um, available for a quarterback, especially Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, what I mean, the, even though the 49ers wasn't sold on Jimmy Garoppolo and they was pretty much ready to move on from Jimmy G, but at the same time, they was like. <laughs> No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Because they need him now. Trey Lance is down. He's out. He's he's not. He had a, a season-ending injury. So now you you plug in Christian McCaffrey and you plug in Debo and you check and, and Yurik and, and Kittle. And it's just like they almost is as dangerous as the, uh, the um, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we was able to see that matchup this past Sunday, and the 49ers pretty much didn't hold up on that end of the bargain with that new trade. You know what I mean? Now, give it the fact that the Chiefs are a, a, a top uh, contender team. The 49ers just got this trade done, Um, you know, just during that week. You know, so Christian McCaffrey's probably not all the way caught up. Um, with the playbook, anything in that nature, but the 49ers can be scary. They will be scary in the NFC West. I I think this that piece right there can kind of put them over the hump. I I can see them beating the uh Rams in the clutch time now. Now because who do you play? You got Debo and you got McCaffrey in the backfield at the same time. Who do you play? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you know when you got McCaffrey, you can line him up in the slot, in the slot wide receiver. And then, you know, him going against the linebacker, that's a mismatch. <laughs> it is bad enough you got Debo lining up against some of these linebackers and safeties, and it's a mismatch. And then to top it off, to top it off, it's not the players. It's not the personnel that's, that's going to be out there. It's the coach. It's Coach Shanahan who I believe that it's going to get better with this um, out of, I don't know. It's getting. It's going to have. Uh, it's, it's going to be, um, um, the best. It's, it's going to get the best out of this out of this deal. Sorry, y'all. I have a tongue tied on that one. But and the reason why I say Kyle Shanahan is because now you opening up this playbook to a whole new different level. And if nobody can really catch on 
to uh what's what's this playbook is about to happen, the 49ers are a uh, contender. The 49ers are 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 back into uh uh maybe in a Super Bowl run again. You know what I mean? So it's it's I hate to say it, the 49ers, they are a scary team. That's that's a scary team to face um in these upcoming weeks, especially once Christian McCaffrey get accustomed to the playbook and and him and Debo find a way to be in the backfield together. Him and Debo just start slicing up. You know, Debo enough it was was <laughs> was a problem. Now you got Christian McCaffrey. That's why I say, man, this offense is like a switch army knife, man. You you just don't know which way you're gonna get cut and how you're gonna get cut. So shout out to the 49ers on that one, man, because that's a big deal. That's that's a big trade, man. That's a blockbuster trade, man. That is like Damn, damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> it's like, golly, how did you do it? And we'll see, you know, you know, Chris McCaffrey back on the West Coast is like how he was in college. So pretty much him back, him being back at home. So we, we shall see. We shall see. Um, <laughs> Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams. I don't know if y'all seen a couple of weeks ago. I think it was the Las Vegas against... Washington Commanders. And at the end of the game, you know, the, the Las Vegas Raiders lost. And, <laughs> and the as, as Devontae Adams is walking off the field, the camera guy kind of, you know, darts in front of Adams. And Adams gave that man a shove. Pushed that man. And now, <laughs> after that push, Devontae Adams is now being uh, charged with a misdemeanor of assault. God damn! Yeah. Keep your hands to yourself, Doug. And I honestly believe that um, you most definitely got to be punished, man, because that guy did not do anything but try to do his job. And, yeah, he might have gotten your way, but that don't give you the right to actually push somebody out your way because, number one, you pissed because... <laughs> You lost to the commanders. Number two, you in your feelings. Like, nah, dog, you can't be in your feelings. That, that's part of the game. It's win, there's winners and there's losers. And that guy did not uh, deserve to be pushed and assaulted. You know what I mean? The only thing about the NFL is the NFL, you so quick to, to punish people real quick. But Devontae Adams was no punishment. Devontae Adams was able to play against the Texans this week. You know what I mean? That's assault. <laughs> you know, I mean, you want to suspend Kyle Ripley so quick when he was sports, you know, sports gambling, sports betting on on a team that on on his team. You know, what I mean, and it's, and it's like NFL picks and choose of who they want to punish and and who they don't want to punish. Now, I understand Devontae Adams; it's a star in this league. Devontae Adams is possibly, arguably, the number one wide receiver in the game. But when well, when it counts, you wasn't the top wide receiver in the game. You know what I mean? You like I say, you ready to put your hands on somebody that has no business getting their hands put on, man. No business. This guy is trying to do his job. This guy was just trying to um was just trying to just trying to do his job. You know what I mean? He, he didn't put Devontae Adams in no harm or anything in that nature. It's just like Devontae Adams like dog. You need to get out your feelings. I understand losing to losing to the commanders will leave you. 
emotional damage. But <laughs> come on, Doug. After that, man, you just really gotta get back to reality. Because <laughs> now it's a possibility that this guy can hit your pockets and you can get a suspension and hurt the Raiders down in the long run. If 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 they, the NFL decide to punish me. You know, I mean, I, I don't think a punishment is really going to come. I just think, you know, even if you do try to punish him um, down the line, it's like, when? And how far? This has happened about week four, week five. And you're going to try to punish this man about week 10 on down? It's like, dog, nah. You know what I mean? If you're going to punish the man, punish the man now. We seen what he did. We seen that he he assaulted that guy. We seen that, um, you know this guy took legal action. So what is that more to see? What is that more to try to figure out? I'm not. I'm. I really don't understand on on this one. The NFL is dragging their feet as always, and <laughs> now you just <sighs> anywho. Let's um. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. Let's go. All right, man. Week seven. Week seven. Let me give some week seven updates, man. Um, Bryce Hill. Bryce Hall. I'm sorry. Bryce Hall for the uh, New York Jets. Ah, terrible loss because Shorty was just starting to come along. Shorty was just starting to become. Uh, uh, he started to make a name for himself. You know what I mean? He, he, they said he was a first round talent that fell into the second round. Now, um. This guy has put all this all in and, 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 and had the Jets looking real good in their running game. And now the guy tore his ACL and his meniscus in his knee, man. So that is just a sad day. Um, I just wish you a speedy recovery, man. Hopefully you can come back and, and, and set the league on fire like you were just about to do, man, because it sucks, man. I, I, I hate it when... Uh, a player trying to make a name for himself, and he started making his name for himself, and then that that injury just come. You know what I mean? It, it, then you know an ACL injury in the NFL is just common now. <laughs> it's like an ACL injury is just hand in hand with the NFL now, man. So hopefully my man come back with a with a stronger knee, stronger mentality, ready, and hopefully he can uh uh make a name for himself again. You know what I mean? Uh. Like I said, he he was on he was on that path. He he was starting to show that, um, he was the top. He can be talked about as as one of the top running backs if everything goes right. Um, DK Metcalf is now out. Uh, he's dealing with a um injury also. Um, don't quite know his injury, but um, I do know the Seahawks did come out and say that he was gonna be be spending some time, um, off the field to uh, heal from his injury. Hopefully, he don't have to get no surgery or anything. And he can make a speedy recovery come back too, man. Um, J.C. Jackson. Oh man, one of the top corners in the league. One of the one of the top defenders that the Chargers really went out and got in the free agent this year, and hopefully that he was gonna make a difference this year. But my man went out with an injury also. J.C. Jackson had dislocated his knee in the game yesterday. Um, against the uh. Who did they Chargers play yesterday? They played the Seahawks. That's right. They played the Seahawks. Um, J.C. Jackson was in the uh, end zone, and I, I believe he was trying to make a play on the ball, and knee just gave out on him, man. Uh, like I said, J.C. Jackson was one of the top corners in the league, man. He was really making it. 
he most definitely had made a name for himself that he got a nice contract on the offseason. Um, so I really hope JC Jackson, you can make a speedy recovery too, man. And and hopefully this don't keep you down for too long, man. I understand this probably gonna be your season and Hopefully, man, that all these players that, that got hurt, even if I didn't mention you to, on this episode, man, have a speedy recovery, man. I hope that you can get back to reality. Because, man, the, the game is going to miss y'all, man. Y'all, I'm pretty sure the teams that y'all on y'all respective teams is going to miss y'all because y'all was y'all was making big contributions, man. Oh, man, week seven. Week seven is now wrapped up in the books, man. The, the Bears just finished off. The New England Patriots on this Monday night. <laughs> and the Patriots, they barely even showed up, man. Both quarterbacks struggled. Um, look like Zappy Owl, <laughs> as they was calling it, up in New England. It's coming to an end, came to an end. Mac Jones didn't look good in the beginning. So it looked like uh, New England is going to have quarterback problems, man, trying to get back uh, Mac Young back to the offense that he was capable of running. And I don't know. <laughs> it looked like the Patriots is going to have a struggling year this year. But let me give you all the scores um, and some of my opinions on some of these games that I had watched over this, um, this past Sunday. The Saints and the Cardinals. The Cardinals got that one, 42-34. D-Hop, first game back, man, he was looking good. You know, he had to throw some rough stuff in the beginning, but all in a nutshell, Kyle Kyler Murray is happy to have D-Hop back, man, because he he was he's, – he's, he, that's his savior. That's his number one wide receiver, which arguably D-Hop is a top wide receiver in this game, man. Um, I'm pretty sure the Cardinals was missing him. Now they most definitely going to be needing D-Hop that Marquise uh, Hollywood Brown is – Pretty much done for the season with a foot injury. Um, so uh, it, it's just right place, right time for D-Hop to come back. And then, they, you know, they traded for Roby Anderson, as I keep alluding to. So hopefully the Cardinals can keep that trend going, keep it going, and keep it up. The Browns and the Ravens, man, oh, man, man, oh, man. This game right here, boy, Doug. The Ravens, once again, almost blew a double-digit fourth-quarter lead again. Once again, we was up 10 going into the fourth quarter, and the Browns were just marching. The Browns were just getting down, up and down the field, and, and it's just like, Doug, Ravens, what are we going to have to do for for us to hold this league and, 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 and keep it? You know what I mean? I'm tired of biting my nails when it get down to the fourth quarter. It's like, oh, here it go again, man. Here it go, y'all. We 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 about to we about to have this. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we about to have this moment again, and it's like, Doug, why? Why are you trying to do this? But Ravens pulled it out, man. Um, LJ looked good. Uh, Gus Edwards looked good coming back, man. And uh, the Ravens we ran 44 times when John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens won 40 plus times in the game. The Ravens are like 34 and 4, or 35 and 4, something in that nature. Just know that our winning percentage is way up when we run over 40 times. And I think that's the recipe that the Ravens need to follow is run the ball, eat the clock up. You know what I mean? When you have these big leagues, man, you don't want to have LJ keep doing these uh 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 heroic plays. 
Because once you try to get L- LJ to do hero- heroic plays, man, it- it's just not good. It doesn't look good for the Ravens. So, run that rock. Defense, we're going to have to find a way to cover up Marcus Peters. Because if y'all haven't been paying attention, paying attention, Marcus Peters is getting eight. He is getting torched in that uh, backfield, Doug. Like, we're going to have to keep a, 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 a safety over top of Marcus Peters at times, man, because Marcus Peters don't look for the ball. Um, his injuries, you can see that the quad and knee injury is, is, is catching up to him or he's not fully healthy or whatever the case may be, man. It's just like, Doug, you you killing us out here, man. You you, you is Bruh. killing us. You know what I mean? And we need some defensive pressure on these quarterbacks, man. We we got like a couple sacks, but we just need to keep on pressure. Oway has to find a way to start making more pressure. You know, our defense can pretty much turn the ball over. We can, we can get turnovers, you know what I mean? But just that quarterback pressure, that quarterback pressure would, would change a lot of things, and it will most definitely help Peters in the long run. The Falcons and the Bengals. The Bengals got that one 35-17. It looks like the Bengals are starting to make their way back to how they was last year. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are starting to hook up a little bit better. Um, teams are starting to play them man-to-man um, a lot. Uh, I think if you're going to try to beat the Bengals, you're going to have to try to take the page out of the Ravens' playbook. You know what I mean? Don't have Jamar Chase beating these one-on-ones. You're going to have to kind of blanket it and, and, and cover him a little bit better. Um, Lions and Cowboys. Cowboys got that one, twenty-four to six. This is the first game Dak Prescott is back. Um, looked a little rusty in the beginning. Um, but the Cowboys also followed the game plan that the Ravens need to follow. Keep on following. Pound game, run the ball. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Dak Prescott's a decent quarterback. Um, I don't think Dak Prescott is is your. He he. He's not the quarterback that can say that you can solidify and say, yeah, we we can win a Super Bowl with that Prescott. I think the only way the Cowboys and that Prescott would actually win a Super Bowl, the defense going to have to carry them a lot. And um, meaning by that is like, I I think the Cowboys is going to have a problem that they always want to put the ball in that Prescott's hands a little bit way too much. This week, you know what I mean, they, they got to the ground and pound. They had Zeke was, was just pounding. It looked like Zeke found the fountain of youth a little bit. Um, and I think that's the way you should go as the Cowboys. Is you're going to have to run the ball a little bit more instead of having Dak Prescott back there to 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 play pitch and catch because these wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb is not a true number one. Um, and these other wide receivers hasn't yet proven that uh, – Dak should be out here, you know, solidifying, giving it to him a lot. So I just think until then, until these wide receivers can show a little bit more, run the ball, Dallas, pound it. <laughs> the Colts and the Titans, man. The Titans got that one, 19 to 10. The Colts, they, <laughs> the Colts, uh, they keep on getting these old used cars, you know, from Craigslist. But, and I'm, I'm talking about their quarterback. You're getting. Matt Ryan is now out for a couple of weeks with a separated shoulder, and you great start. Um, I think his name Ballinger, something in that nature. Um, and then you got Nick Foles as the backup. The Colts, uh, I just think that their problem is that they most definitely need to be go find a 
a franchise quarterback, a young quarterback, maybe draft, or maybe you're going to have to trade for somebody backup that looking good, decent this year that, you know, you can kind of maybe build around that. You need wide receiver play. Um, I don't think uh, Indianapolis have good wide receivers anymore. You got a good running back in Jonathan Taylor, um, but it just seems like their wide receiver play has down has dropped tremendously. Um, and then the Titans, they they always find a way to win these games. That's just who the Titans is. The Titans are a good team that that can most definitely keep hurting and keep pounding and keep grinding, and then they'll find a way to win. You know what I mean? Because their quarterback play is not that great either. Tannehill is not the best quarterback, but when you got Derrick Henry and you got a, a good defense on the other side, that's the recipe for Tennessee, how Tennessee can keep going. Um, The Packers and the Commanders. I'm going to just say right now, Kurt, I know you having emotional damage. Because right now, yo, the Packers are looking very, very, very suspect right now. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers, man, you messed that team up. You messed that team up. It was you, Doug. And a lot of people just going to be like, Dave, how you can you uh, are you are you delusional? Do are, do you suffer from a mental illness? No, I don't. Let me tell you why I think Aaron Rodgers messed that team up. I believe that a couple years ago when Aaron Rodgers was sending the package through this saga, is he going to come back or is he not? I believe that Aaron Rodgers should have then settled his contract dispute. He should have handled that. And then if you was a real team player. You wouldn't have uh, signed that big deal knowing that you was going to have, you was leaving Devontae high and dry. So that's another thing. Um, uh, now that you, you traded Devontae, you didn't really get no good value, no, no, nothing good back from the, uh, trading Devontae. You didn't try to get a, a, at least a, a, a low budget wide receiver or anything of that nature. You know what I mean? You tried to sign Sammy Watkins and bring back Randall Cobb like that was going to help. No, that's not going to help. The reason why that's not going to help because Sammy Watkins can't stay can't stay healthy. Randall Cobb is on the end of his career, and then you now you bring in these other young guys out of nowhere, you know, from you know, uh, either drafting them or finding them on the street, whatever you you want to look at it. It's just like now the Packers are just they're in the, they're in the hole, they're in the loophole, they they in the they they. <laughs> oh man, Kirk. Kurt, Kurt, I know you probably almost pretty much is on basketball season. Um, but the Packers is gonna continue to fail all because of Aaron Rodgers. And once Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be done after this year. Quote me on it. I think he's done after this year. And when he's leave, the Packers still gonna fail because the Packers wasn't able to set themselves up for the future. You know what I mean? You 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 let Aaron Rodgers sign this big deal. You don't have no help for Aaron Rodgers. So now when Aaron Rodgers go off in the sunset, you either gonna have Jordan Love or whatever quarterback that you decide to bring in at the Aaron Rodgers. And this guy is now gonna have to try to figure it out what to do with with the with the talent he had that Aaron Rodgers couldn't even win with. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's just too much. The Packers. You you killed your you killed your your next couple of years in my opinion 
dealing with Aaron Rodgers. And, and don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is the great quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback. But um, he just made a bad decision on that contract extension, man. That pretty much the Panthers and the Bucks. The Panthers got that one twenty-one to three. Nobody would have thought that PJ Walker would beat Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Nobody would have thought that. But Carolina, as I was saying, even though a lot of teams is already kicking them to the side and don't believe in Carolina, Carolina say, you know what? We're going to catch. We're going. We're going to catch Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay ain't all that right now, so we're going to catch them. Mike Evans missed a wide open pass. It's like, dog, you don't get no wide open in that. And you just, you blew it. <laughs> you blew it. Like, damn. And now the Panthers, the Panthers win. And then, and that was the first time in like NFL history that the, the, the Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers lost at the same time on the same day. So, if that's not weird enough, then I don't know what to tell you. Let me tell you what's weird. The Giants are still on the winning streak. The Giants beat the Jags 23-17. Now, the Giants came back on the Jags. The Jags, this young, immature, they're going to have a lot of growing pains. They're going to have a lot of hurting pains because they gonna, they was, they was are in some of these games. It's just they just can't finish. They can't. They can't. And... The Giants is just capitalizing. The Giants just keep on finding ways to keep winning and 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 putting it up there. So I think the Giants going to have to pay Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, and they have to pay Saquon, which is not a bad thing. You will want to pay your your running back and your quarterback. Um, we were just having this conversation about uh, do Daniel Jones get paid, and I say yeah, pay him. Right now, there's no other quarterback that's worth getting. Uh, that's in the NFL or in the draft right now. So I, I think that Daniel Jones is the safe bet uh, until you can find something else better. But, you know, Daniel Jones is, is kind of thriving in this new system with his new head coach. So I don't know. We we shall see. Uh, the the Jets and the Broncos. The Jets are, uh, are just keep winning. It must be in their New York water or something. <laughs> um, they got the Broncos sixteen and nine, and the Broncos is just terrible. Even with whatever quarterback is back there, man, the, the, they just terrible. And Russell Wilson, <laughs> nobody wants to ride with you now. I like your funny words, Magic Man. Um, the Texans and the Raiders. The Raiders got that one thirty-eight to twenty. Um. I didn't really watch that game, so I really had no update on that. The Seahawks and the Chargers, the Seahawks got that one, 37-23. It looked like Justin Herbert is not going to take that that step, man, that that next step. It just seems like Justin Herbert, man, is really struggling. And he was the quarterback that I figured, like, he was going to have a better year because their team went out and actually did something on both sides, well, really on the defensive side. You know what I mean? They went and got Khalil Mack. Uh, J.C. Jackson, they had Derwin James already. They already had Bo- uh, Bosa. So it was like a team that was already uh, set up for success. But it seems like the Chargers just can't find can't find it, man. They, they, they're struggling right now. So <laughs> hopefully uh, they can find they can change this way around because the AFC West right now, it, it just seems like Kansas City is going to run off with it. Speaking of Kansas City. They beat the uh, 49ers as I was talking about the Christian McCaffrey trade. They beat the 49ers 44-23. The Chiefs just look just keep looking like they ain't having lost a beat yet. 
You know what I mean? Even without Tyreek Hill, they still look like they uh they be that explosive team. They seem like they still can throw up forty something points. Um, Patrick Mahomes does, doesn't look like he's having a hard time adjusting without Tyreek Hill or anything in that nature. You know what I mean? So, shout out to the to the Chiefs, man. Shout out, shout out to them, man. They most definitely need it. Um, the Steelers and the Dolphins, as I alluded to, Tyreek Hill and them, the Dolphins. Got the Steelers sixteen to ten, and um, the Dolphins Tua had came back. Tua looked pretty good. Um, it was sometimes that I was looking like, "Dog, go down. Why did you do? What are you doing? You know, I mean, you just came back off a of concussion protocol, man. Why is you putting yourself out there?" But in the interview, he did say that it's going to be kind of hard to, you know, become that cautious quarterback when I've been just. This guy that's been trying to get the extra yard, you know, all my life. So it's going to be kind of different and difficult for him. And as we start to see, he made it out throughout. He made it out the game with no injuries, you know, no concussions, anything in that nature. But I think Tua, uh, uh, you need to side, you need to start sliding, man. You need to put yourself in a better predicament. Um, you was taking too many hits, and the game that just went off, the Bears and the Pats, man. <laughs> The Bears got that one. The Bears took down the Pats. It, it looks like, like I said, Zappy Hour and all that Um, in New England is over with now. And the Bears got that one 33-14. And Justin Fields looked looked good out there. Um, Justin Fields was able to hit some throws. Justin Fields was able to, to close out the game. The Bears' defense looked good. You know what I mean? They uh, had like three interceptions, I believe. So, you know, shout out to the Bears, man, because a lot of people didn't pick them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of the uh, uh, NFL world or football world was picking the Patriots on that one, man. So that's my week seven update, man. couple injuries, gave you the scores, gave you my opinions on some of the games. You feel me, man? <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, MTMO prediction season, man, before I get to the NBA season, man. MTL, uh, the, the prediction season is 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 getting there. It's it's is finally getting some separation because the last couple of weeks, man, I've been having nothing but a lot of ties, and it was hard placing people in their in their positions and anything in that nature. But um, we got so we got some uh we got some some openings like Kitty, you holding down the number one spot. You've been holding down this number one spot for like the last couple of weeks. Whether you solo or whether you on the tie. Shout out to Kitty, baby. You you holding that one down. I ain't even helping you out. <laughs> um Let's go. Uh number two, Travis coming in number two. Number three is gonna be Kenny and Mike. They are tied. Mike is finally putting himself back into this uh in the season. Y'all remember last year Mike was um was the prediction champ, man, and, and he turned it on about around this time last year. So watch out for Mike. So Kenny and Mike hold down that three and four spot. Uh, Kurt, you at number five. Number six is Ant. Um, number seven is Joseph. Number eight is my bro, Marty. Number nine is Ty. Number 10 is Treacy. Treacy been making strides, yo. Ever since that uh, week one where she ain't picked too good, Lately, she's been she's been over five hundred when it comes to her picks, you know what I mean. But you know, you started at number ten spot, and Deshaun hold down the last 
uh spot, but um this week everybody was above five hundred. Well, yeah, everybody was five hundred above, except for two people, Tracy and Marty also uh finished the uh this week seven to seven. Uh best this week goes to Mike and Keity. Y'all both went ten and four this week. Um, so yeah, this prediction season, boy, is it's getting there. Like I said, is people been hitting me up, talking about what place I'm in and how many games I'm behind and all this. So people getting their strategies and all that. So it looked like boy, they they trying to get this twenty five dollars in this t shirt. <laughs> we'll see who gonna come out in the end. But the NBA is back, baby. It is back. Let's go. And if you haven't been seeing these games, man, some of these games, some of these games has been interesting. Like right now, the uh, last I checked, the Utah Jazz was undefeated. They was three and zero. Who would expect them get rid of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell? That the Jazz will start off the season um, like that. The Lakers, they are zero and three. They are. Oh man, screw me. It's like, damn son, where'd you find this? It's like, golly, I'm having emotional damage. Because, man, I thought the Lakers was going to be a little bit better this year, man. And it seems like we we having the same struggles from last year. Um, Hopefully, Coach Ham can, can figure it out, man. Because I, I don't, I, I, I solely blended on uh, Frank Vogel last year. I ain't even going to hold you. I, 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 I solely blended on him. Because I don't think Frank Vogel had, had got the best out of our players last year. I think our players quitted on Frank Vogel last year. So, um, I'm really hoping that the Lakers can turn it around, man. We most definitely need to turn it around. Um, shout out to the players that's coming back this year. You know, Jamal Murray, Malcolm Porter, Malcolm, Mal, Malcolm, Mal, uh, Michael. <laughs> I'm having a tongue full on that one. Michael Porter Jr. is back. Jamal Murray is back. Kawhi Leonard is back. Um, John Wall is back. AD is back. Um, and and I'm pretty sure the the list goes on, man. So check the NBA season out, man. You know, it's in the full effect. Games come on down there every night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just make sure you you check that in, man, because I I, I most definitely need my Lakers to win. Um, so my expectations of the NBA this year, uh, I I, I think we're gonna have. Some teams that a lot of people didn't believe in, like the New Orleans Pelicans, I think they're going to go deep this year. I, I think that's the team everybody should watch out for. Um, Memphis Grizzlies, I think that's another team people should watch out for. We're going to see how they respond from last year. Um, the Nuggets, we most definitely want to see how the Nuggets respond um, now that they you know, got their, some of their key players back. <clears throat> it's most definitely to see how Jokic can adjust with that. Um, the Clippers, you know, Kawhi and PG coming back. We most definitely want to see how that team going to turn about. And with addition of John Wall on there, it's like, can can the Clippers finally get over that hump? Can the Clippers can can go deep into the playoffs too? Can the Clippers be a top contender? You know, in this league, um, Chicago can Chicago get over the hump? Can Zach Levine and 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 DeRozan finally? Uh, uh, get Chicago deep into the playoffs. Boston looking good right now, um, without uh Coach Udoka. Um, the Heat looking, you know, so so, you know, so far this year. But I'm pretty sure that's gonna be one of the teams 
that's going to turn it around and, 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 and be deep into the playoffs. So, like I said, man, with all that going on, man, make sure y'all check out the NBA, man, as always. All right, as I wrap this this episode up, man, I appreciate y'all, man. As always, man, make sure you go tell a friend who can be a friend, who can possibly be a friend. The MTMO Sports Podcast is out here, Doug, and, we, and I'm thriving and setting these numbers, setting trends, yo. Make sure you always, always use that hashtag, check me out, because that's the slogan. That's all it's about is, yo, check me out on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Podbean, Newsly, and whatever out many platforms that you can get your podcasts on. Make sure you check me out. Make sure you check out my Instagram, my social, all my social media platforms, first and foremost. But if you can check out my Instagram at MTMO underscore sports podcast, it's going to give you a clip of the episode. Um... What's going on in the sports world? You know, just just make sure you check it out. My uh Twitter, you can also check me out at mt my thts my opinion. My fault, y'all. That's again my thts my opinion. It's gonna give you the same thing as my Instagram, and then you can check out my Facebook. My Facebook page is most definitely uh is a is a checkout man. Um, I'm always giving out support. Uh, reposting people's podcasts, you know, stuff like that. Uh, make sure you check that out at my thts my pen also. You know what I mean? And um, if you got a a segment you want me to talk about or something in the sports world you want me to chit chat about, man, hit me on one of those uh social media platforms. And as always, man, when you listen to those, man, give me a rate, review me. You feel me? If it's good or bad, doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Give me that rate review. And as always, Doug, it's not over when you lose. It's only over when you quit. So don't quit. Keep your head up. Keep fighting. It's always light at the end of the tunnel. You feel me? And as always, Doug, check me out. <laughs>